if Capricorn season is your closet clean out, then Aquarius season is the strategic plan behind next season's lookbook. Aquarius season invites you to get strategic about what silhouettes are allowed to take up space in your life next. Aquarius season invites us to look at the big picture when it comes to either rebuilding upon or completely dismantling structures you've just spent so much time examining. A few weeks ago, I hired my friend and stylist, Sarah Liller, to save me from myself, i.e. holding on to sweaters from 2010. Yes, 2010. She came over to my house and we spent three and a half hours purging my closet of things that no longer deserved to take up physical and energetic space in my life. With great relief, I released things that never served me. And in some bittersweet moments, I released items that had once served me or had been given to me as gifts, but had run their course and were due to move on to their next rightful wearers. Now we stand at the threshold of the last air sign of the astrological year. Pop back into episode 16 to learn the difference in timing between the astrological year, which begins in March, versus the January through December Gregorian calendar. I stand at the threshold of a spacious closet after the excavation that I undertook during Capricorn season, apropos for an earth season. Aquarius, the mastermind of the air, asks you to get strategic about the systems and hierarchies you'll allow to take up precious real estate, whether that's in your closet, your relationships, your career, your mind, and so on. You'll just have to pull out your natal chart to see what part of your life Aquarius rules. For example, if you pull out your birth chart and see that Aquarius rules your 11th house of community relationships and public life, it could be time to get strategic about how you engage with your wider communities. And in the same example, if hypothetically Aquarius is the ruler of your 11th house, that would follow that Capricorn is the ruler of your 10th house of career. So have you just made a recent excavation or purge in your career and public roles? In that case, what kind of strategic systemic adjustments would naturally follow a few weeks later in the wake of such a purging when it comes to how you feel called to engage with your community circles? Just as an example, remember you get your free download of the 12 houses of the astrological system when you opt into my newsletter. So you can refer to that at any time. It breaks down um, what each house rules and the sign that, that traditionally rules it. But given your own um, natal placements, um, it, it could be different. If you've missed this free download or can't find it, just shoot me an email and I'll get you set up with that great resource again. Remember that Attune and Align members have access to this free resource 24 seven in the online membership portal on my website, along with other astrological resources like the overview of the 12 astrological archetypes, my guide to the planets, how to work with the four elements, and so much more. Head to marissalavalette.com slash membership program for more details about everything that's included there in your monthly subscription. And hint, hint, there, there's so much more than what I've listed just there. So in terms of Aquarius season 2022, there's not a ton of new major astrology. Uh, we're still riding out um, some transits here. Uh, Venus is still retrograde, um, but she has been since mid-December 
which is likely what got you started rearranging your pantry shelves or chasing dust bunnies under the couch. Mercury is still retrograde. Uh, that started last week. And um, worth mentioning here is that on um, the 23rd, I think that's this Sunday, uh, Mercury will make his inferior conjunction with the sun. Uh, that's called the Kazemi, uh, which is just basically a fancy way of saying that this Sunday is a good day. Keep your mind attuned and accessible to any insights regarding your communication habits and the ways in which you go about gathering your knowledge and disseminating your knowledge. Um, if I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times, a mercury retrograde is not bad. It happens once a quarter. Uh, so we'd be in big trouble if it was something that we were really supposed to run and hide from. Remember that planetary retrogrades are an invitation to slow down, retrace your steps and reflect on where you've been, the lessons learned in those places in order to gain clarity about where you think you're going next. I would be remiss at this time of year to fail to mention traditional versus modern planetary rulers of signs. For example, traditionally, Saturn is the ruler of Aquarius. In my personal opinion, I feel like this contributes to that sensation of midwinter in the Northern hemisphere feeling so damn long. I wonder if you can relate. What with having Saturn ruling over Capricorn and then Aquarius seasons consecutively? Of all the planets, Saturn is the quintessential womp womp. What with his rules, restrictions, regulations. Add on to that, the fewer hours of daylight and colder temperatures and January, February seems to stretch on into forever. I find this extremely appropriate, however, if we bear in mind that in January, February, the astrological year is coming to a close. So it's like this, it's like the mean teacher, the day before break in the middle of the class party. There's cupcakes everywhere, smiles and laughter. The kids are so excited to watch movies and listen to music and play games. And then the teacher says, okay, class, grab your journals and let's reflect on everything we've learned and the whole class groans because why did she have to go and do that? But she did. That's Saturn during Capricorn and Aquarius before finally turning us loose into Pisces season where things get dreamy, watery, wacky, wonky. At that point, the kids will finally get to go to the water park to let loose before we kick off the new year, astrologically speaking, which is the third week of March. And we'll start life's cycles all over again with that primordial fire. In the quote unquote modern astrological perspective, so I was just talking traditional with Saturn as the ruler of Aquarius. In the modern astrological perspective, many students and practitioners of astrology will cite Uranus as the ruler of Aquarius. I welcome this interpretation too, given Uranus's association with rebellion, upheaval, innovation, and forward thinking perspectives, a way of doing things differently. Continuing on with my closet clean out metaphor, if Saturn is presiding over the purge of the old clothes during Capricorn season, donations go here, trash goes here, consignment here, right? Everything hyper-organized. Then Uranus comes in with new color palettes and silhouettes that suit you better for Aquarius season. Yes, Aquarius the water bearer is the far-sighted mastermind, the activist who is here to save us from ourselves. Regardless of whether you consider Saturn or Uranus to be Aquarius's ruler, 
let's allow ourselves to exist in some reality where two things can be true at the same time, shall we? Let's summarize this entire conversation then to ask yourself, how will I leverage the intellectually generative qualities of this Aquarius air sign season to strategically and mindfully build systems for a more equitable, equitable near future for the collective based on our learnings from our deep excavation of the shortcomings of our foundations. I had to purge about 75% of my winter wardrobe to feel like I could even begin to invite new energy in. The behemoth lumbering rusty locomotive that was my closet could not possibly take another fettered step forward into the future. I would bet 2022 is the kind of year that requires an overhaul of similar magnitude if we've got our sights set on a better future this Aquarius season, this year, and beyond. What about you? How is this playing out for you in your life? Is there somewhere in your life where you're trying to make superficial changes without excavating the root cause? How is that going? Are you hoping that one kale salad per week will outweigh a holistically nutrient-poor approach to eating? Or do you hope that hiring one person of color suddenly means that your organization is not racist? Like the teacher pumping the brakes on the fun times in the class party, midwinter astrology really asks us to get honest about what it would look like and what it would take to undertake building a new future. It starts by examining the old energy and saying those goodbyes to the sweaters that just don't pull their weight anymore, the shoes that don't hold their merit, the turtleneck that proved over and over again that it never worked, and no amount of insisting on having it your way is ever going to make it so. Have you ever tried building something new on an old, worn out, and decrepit foundation? How did that go? I always want to hear from you. How are you? What energetic toolkits, such as astrology, yoga, Ayurveda, chakras, what have you, you pick, are helping you to create a framework against which you can measure and contextualize your personal growth and learnings over time. It doesn't matter which one you choose. The patterns of self-awareness emerge when attended to over time, regardless of the framework that you choose. Drop me an email, hello at marissalavalette.com, or simply reach out on socials. I'm wishing you sound Capricornian foundations upon which to actualize your Aquarian visions. As always, sending love, light, and hugs.